0: Hi everyone, welcome to this next episode of DisCast. So this time around, I'm having a friend of mine come in and sit with me to just nerd out over Disney. Uh, this is my friend Fairleth, who I first met doing a small production of Nightmare Before Christmas uh, for the stage that she helped to put together with the small local amateur theater company that she helped found called GeekEnders. Uh, they do small theater shows and uh, burlesque shows and that sort of thing. It's all very, very fun. Uh she is a huge lover of Disney, and we really get into it in this episode, talk about the parks, talk about Broadway, talk about the films, how we have our opinions, we talk about what we like what we don't like. I think it was really, really good in depth Convo. I hope you all enjoy it. She's doing a special thing called Alice in Glitterland. Uh, she talks about how she's a big fan of the Alice story. And so she did a she wrote a production. Uh, a very immersive show called Alice in Glitterland. Uh, so we're going to talk about that at the top. Uh, you can go check out GeekEnders, Google them. They're super fun stuff. If you're local to Vancouver, definitely go and check out their shows. Always a good time. Always super fun. I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs>
1: it's however long
0: we want to go for it, really i mean like I go
1: forever <laughs>
0: <laughs> well well generally uh generally it goes like like generally podcasts are about an hour mm-hmm. that's just kind of like a general rule i find yeah. but i know like maybe there's some that go longer maybe there's some that go shorter i mean like the, the last episode i did the one that i did um last week to cover sorry that's okay <laughs> uh was literally like 12 minutes hmm. so I was just like I just need to put something out I just need to do something
1: bless okay yes. yeah okay cool we'll chat for a while and um I also wanted to invite you
0: oh. to come
1: to because um, you love Disney so much and it's I not do. Disney specifically but if you wanted to come to the Alice in Glitterland Gala oh yes that's I'll give you a right for or two tickets because you have a, a muscle dog <laughs> um if you wanted to come there's free cheese
0: Cheese. I do love cheese. <laughs> um, it's
1: September fifth at nine
0: o'clock. September fifth. Yeah. September fifth. Let uh-huh. me see if I have my fringe show that night.
1: What are your fringe show are you in?
0: I'm in a. I don't. Uh, what? I'm in a show at the fringe, uh, revolving around. It's it's a fun. Uh, it's a fun queer show.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it's basically like. It's. It's using. Poetry and choral music as a way to explore queer relationships.
1: Is that the one Isabella's is choreographing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely coming to see that. Yes. So you probably don't have it because Bella's going to be in the show.
0: Then, <laughs> well, like, uh, yeah, I just looked at my calendar. September 5th is totally open.
1: Cool. Um, yeah. i put you on the list. You have no choice.
0: Cute. Bam. I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that's, that can actually be a fun thing to talk about because, uh, like, it's just a cool thing we're going, by the way. This is oh, all we beginning. are? Yeah. Oh, no. I just snuck that in there. I'm
1: sorry. That's okay.
0: <sighs> uh, but, yeah, like, uh, so this is, yeah, like, because Alice in Glitterland is, like, your fun take on the Alice story.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is inspired. Okay, so there is a Disney artist who's really popular. Do you know Brianna Garcia?
0: The name rings a bell.
1: Um. Her Tumblr is Brianna Cherry Garcia. I think most of her URLs are Brianna Cherry Garcia. And she d- takes commissions and stuff. She's famous for doing a, uh, an illustration of all the Disney princesses doing funny faces for a photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I commissioned her once to do a piece of art uh, to promote a, a Geek inner show. Actually, Geekiners is my theater company that I founded. And um, she super hard ships Alice in the Mad Hatter. Really? Super hard. Except like she's got this huge head ca- cannon. They made a webcomic about it. She has tons of illustrations about Alice coming back when she's eighteen to Wonderland so it's not creepy. Yes. It's still kinda creepy though, and I love it. Like I love it. The the webcomic's called When Curiosity Met Insanity and um it hasn't been updated in a very long time. There's mm. like a really devoted fan base of this webcomic. Mm. And all the art, and uh, I hugely recommend looking at her stuff. It's amazing. She's actually done some official Disney stuff through her fan art. Like she got picked up because she's amazing, and she was oh wow part. yeah, and she was one of the drawers um, on Main Street USA that you can just watch them draw characters. Oh, and that's stuff.
0: amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: she's like super official. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I followed this for years, like, when I was a teenager. And um, then I found that a lot of Alice media ships Alice and the Hatter. Like, there was um, that sci-fi series that had the really hot Mad Hatter wearing a straw top hat. And he had, like, he looked like Captain Hook from Once Upon a Time. It's hot. I don't even hmm. remember the name of it. Um, I'm just very conscious of this stuff. Yeah. And then the Tim Burton The movies, Tim Burton films.
0: They pseudo-ship Alice. They pseudo-ship Alice it. But, like, then... it's
1: really hard to... Ship that design of the Mad Hatter with anybody? Like you can't even yeah. marry. Sue yourself into that guy. Like mm-mm.
0: no. Well, admit, <laughs> admittedly, that portrayal of the Mad Hatter, I think, is more clowny. A little bit, a, a little bit more. Yeah, I think it more explores his like weird, crazy side yeah. as opposed to anything. Which I, which admittedly, which is I actually fine. appreciate. Because like, you know yeah. what,
1: I really thought would happen in that movie. I was watching it the first time. I was like, okay, okay, I don't like this. <laughs> but um, they seem to be, you know. They, they had this tension, I thought. So I thought at the end, when she was going on the ship at the end, I was sure uh, there would be Johnny Depp out of Mad Hatter costume. Yeah. And he'd be at like a, like an awesome sailor and she'd meet him and she'd lock eyes with him and that would be the end of the movie. Uh, but it didn't happen.
0: Instead it was Absalom. It, yeah. Well, like Butterfly. butterfly.
1: Pointless. Pointless. <laughs> all I want is for everyone to fall in love. So anyway, yeah, was- all of this to say that um I used all my love of the Mad Hatter and Alice shipping in writing this play because I, I think even if like as much as I like the idea of the ship in real life if um, a man meets a young girl when she's 11 or 12 and waits for her to be 18 and then gets with her that's messed up. it's yes. a terrible thing to do. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Um, so I sort of explored uh, through the Mad Hatter and Alice's relationship in this play like an, an a man seeing this young girl who is not ready to be an adult and relate to an adult in that way, just idealizing her and thinking that she can save him and how that is not good for a young girl. Mm. So, I mean, that comes from me, like shipping those characters very hard in, in uh, in a very not real sense. Mm. Um, So I think, you know, anyone who has that fandom with the Disney characters. Also, the Disney Parks characters are very much like that. Because the Mad Hatter at Disney Parks is an amazing face character. I'm so glad he's a face character. Yes. I wish there were more face characters. Um, But he and Alice don't act like she's 11 and he's... No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they they very
0: much act almost as if... Almost, as, not that they're the same age, but no. certainly that Al, almost as if Alice is her handler
1: yeah, to kind a degree. Of. Yeah, and like she's stuck in a time warp where she's aging, but she looks the same. Yeah, almost. So it's and a lot of the shipping comes from that and that Mad Hatter design and that less like sort of gross Mad Hatter because the the Mad Hatter in the original Alice in Wonderland, um, the Disney film, is not a sexy guy. He's a little well, caricature no. gnome yeah. guy. So yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, yeah. like Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, well, like in 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 that film, it's very much that like you just kind of follow Alice's journey through it. She doesn't really encounter any sort of relationship Mm-mm, to a No degree. real people at all. No, which which I almost appreciate because it's it's like this is just her kind of going through it and mm-hmm. figuring out her her on her yeah, own. Yeah, right? I
1: think it's very faithful to the book. And I think that that film gives um, the character a lot of credit. It's actually very hard to adapt Alice in Wonderland because I, in researching this show Mm. that I wrote, I have seen every adaptation there is um, that I could find. Mm. There's a Richard Burton play version with his daughter playing Alice and Nathan Lane's in it and it's Mm. a musical
0: and that (laughs) sounds
1: great but it's really boring.
0: Oh no. Awful,
1: awful, awful, awful. Um, did you
0: did you watch like the really really old one with Yeah, the like, silent film. The silent film. Did yeah. you watch the 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 one with Ringo Starr in it? No. You didn't know this? What is that? R- I'm I'm pretty sure it's Ringo.
1: I'm sure it is Ringo. There's does a, some weird stuff. There's
0: a version of Alice in Wonderland where Ringo Starr is in it. I can't remember who he plays.
1: As But funny. I'm almost
0: certain that he's in it.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. I'll Google that. That's yeah. hilarious. But, um... yeah so I I don't know I just um I found a lot of adaptations were inaccessible more than anything and a lot mm. of them were condescending a little bit like too childish because mm. they find kids are very sophisticated mm-hmm. and what we've done is in children's theater like you uh, the matinees are all ages but I don't I don't think a 10 or 11 year old would get as much out of it as a kid who's 12, 13, 14 or mm-hmm. older um but the the exploration is the audience can explore the entire space dressing room stage main space where chairs would be the balconies everything um And they can either follow Alice, and have a fairly straightforward telling of Alice in Wonderland, but through a sort of 60s Moulin Rouge kind of lens. Fun. Or they can follow any character and see what they're doing when they're not interacting with Alice. Yeah. You know, which I think is is fun and interesting. That is cool. um, Thanks. I'm very excited about it. And it really really came out of that original um, interpretation of people people's um oh i'm being grammatically terrible it came out of the original um teenage self of me looking at people's interpretations of the parks characters of alice in wonderland and how they um, made them more sophisticated and gave them so much more depth and backstory and i thought that was really interesting
0: yeah yeah i really like interacting with the, the parks characters mm-hmm. it's so much fun like well, well you say so you say you're a very big like you're a big parks fan yeah so when was the first time you ever visited a Disney park?
1: Um, I have been. Or what's your
0: I've earliest been, memory oh, of only, the Disney park? I
1: think parks? I was eight. Hmm. I think I was eight. And, um, and which I one was it? It was Disneyland. I've only ever been to Disneyland. I still haven't been to California Adventure because I just never get to go. Um, I've been, I've only been once as an adult, but like I'm on Disney stuff like every day. And we're planning, my partner and I are planning to honeymoon there. Cute. Well, one week in Croatia, one week in Disneyland. So we'll each show each other what place it's important to us. Um, But yeah, the first time was eight and all the, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame characters were still oh yeah and we saw the Hunchback of Notre Dame musical and everything I remember that very clearly and I met Esmeralda and I met Phoebus and I don't think I met Quasi I think I've met Frollo too but that was it's really weird
0: well, Frollo not a face. It wasn't a face character. No,
1: and that it bothers me when the male villains are um, still a human character but wearing um, the mask. fur head. Yeah. Because um, I, I, would really love to interact with them more, like Cruella De Vil, the stepsisters, Lady yeah. Tremaine, all these female villains. You can meet them, but the men you can't. I would love to meet a Hades, and yes, um, you know I would absolutely love to interact with a Hades, and I know that costume would be difficult. Like fine, I okay, think but. the
0: I. I think Hades is a face character in Disney World.
1: I don't know. I mean, I know he's in the Halloween spooktacular that the Sanderson sisters are in. Yes. Like, as a face, like, performer. Yeah. I don't know about a face Uh, character. I've just never seen it.
0: I wish they did that. Me too. It would be so fun to interact with Hades. Mm -hmm. Because he's such an over-the-top... He's just such a weird He's funny. character. He's yeah. so funny. He's not
1: scary. And I mean, I don't think Captain Hook is that scary either. No. I would love, because people love Peter Pan so much yeah. in the parks. Like, particularly, like, the Peter Pan's, they all have nicknames, so you can differentiate them, which you're not supposed to do. And um, <laughs> mm-hmm. people just adore them. And, and Wendy as well. So I would love to see Captain Hook. And I mean, not necessarily Smee, because they have a Smee fur suit, which is very yes. odd. But <laughs> I would love to see an actual Captain Hook they could trade insults with
0: yes that would be so fun because a lot of the times like whenever peter's out in the park Hook isn't very far behind.
1: No, and he's but he's just he can't talk.
0: No, and he so he just shakes his hook. Yeah, Peter's <laughs> Peter's constantly like sassing Hook, and then Hook's just like yeah. and He's, like, like silently like Just eh. with his little hook. Yeah, and you're just like yeah. I I want I want this dialogue. Yeah,
1: because that's what if if every if there were more face characters at the parks, I would spend less time on the rides because I would just be so fascinated by yes. them. Yes, and I mean the rides don't change that much. Some of them do. No. They have holiday overlays or whatever. There's new ones, but I'm not mm-hmm. as interested in something like um, the Buzz Lightyear ride. I forget the name. Astro Blaster. Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. Um, I'm not as interested in that as I am in seeing theater within the parks. Like, that's much more interesting than me. And, like, the original rides that Walt himself supervised.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with you on that. Because, (laughs) like, the... While... While so, while the rides do kind of hold a, a special place, a small mm-hmm. place in my heart, like, especially the rides in front in um, in Adventureland. Yes. Like, I live for Indy. I Jones live so for good. Pirates. pirates. I love Pirates. Well, that's pirates. the thing,
1: all the OG stuff, and I mean, obviously Walt Disney wasn't there for Indiana Jones, but the stuff no. that has all the practical on animatronics, mm. I'm not as interested in the projection rides. Because I'm like, I could see the movie at home.
0: That's fair. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the new submarine voyage—I've been on it once. I don't, oh, the
0: Finding Nemo one. Yeah,
1: I don't need to visit it like to wait in a line for an hour to see it again. I no. saw the—I was on the original um, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and I saw the one in Disneyland Paris as well. And it's so cool. Even though the mermaids look kind of bad mm-hmm. and the sea monsters kind of silly, like obsessed with it. I love practical effects.
0: Yeah, so, me too.
1: This is a meandering conversation. <laughs> no, th- well, this is this is
0: still on topic. It's this true. is still on topic. It's no, because like I. I yeah, because I think the thing about, the thing about Disneyland, and because I, uh, a couple years, a few years ago, my partner and I went to California and we did back-to-back Universal Studios and Disneyland California Adventure, mm-hmm. right? So we did one day in Universal, because mm-hmm. that, honestly, that's all you need. Yeah. And then we did uh, two, two, I think we did two two days, Disneyland no, we did three mm-hmm. uh Disneyland and California uh, d- Adventure. and uh, d c a
1: oh yeah,
0: and after we did both parks, we were like, we were so convinced that you could easily do Disneyland a hundred percent of the time constantly, yeah. Because of the fact they they do such a good job with the immersion.
1: Yeah, the immersion exactly. Yeah, and like there's so many websites um, that you can just look at all the different ways they immerse people. Like they invented a paint color. Just specifically, I'm sure you know this, to have things blend into the background. It's a specific shade of green that your eye passes over, mm. and they develop this shade of green. I forget the name of it, but um, if you go on the, the railroad specifically, you can see things like power boxes and stuff painted in this shade of green, if you're looking for it. Otherwise, you yeah, can't see it. you just go so right, cool.
0: right over it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and stuff even like the the Indiana Jones line, the line version yes. is amazing. It's so
0: fun, especially once you get into the temple.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, when you shake like the rope. And yeah well and like the the spike ceiling but the thing yeah. that I think Universal does better and I I like Disneyland better by a long shot mm. is they have more face characters you know okay they have some for characters like I met uh when I was there I met Woody Woodpecker and yeah. his girlfriend who I don't know his girlfriend's no, name, but I, I met Mae West and I met Groucho Marx and uh, I yes. met Beetlejuice and well I think was... they have the
0: benefit of the fact that they have a lot of those actors and characters licensed to Universal exactly. and, and them so that and and those people Are easily face characters because, like, they were actors. They were characters like Exactly, but I love that
1: they thought of doing that. Because they could just have cartoon characters there, but they don't, and they trust their audience more. I mean, the Grinch is a face character. At yeah. Universal Studios, and that's amazing. The thing that Disney did right that I love is Jack and Sally. Yes, that Christmas are face characters, but that means you could easily do other ones as face characters.
0: Yeah, too. I mean, if you could do Jack as a face character, because yeah. I lo- I do. The I design
1: ju- is clever. It's
0: so fun. He's got like a like the half the mask,
1: half so he can move his mouth.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it was really good. It was so fun when we went when we met them. Uh, I was wearing so last last year I we did. A Disneyland trip for my birthday. It was it was uh, my partner's birthday present to me because we I wanted to go for my birthday in August, but work just wasn't allowing it. And
1: August is also very hot.
0: It is also very, very hot. Very hot. And so instead, we decided to do it in uh, in November.
1: Yay! Which that was, means you get to see Haunted Mansion Holiday. We yes. Yeah.
0: I have not seen the Haunted Mansion in its original skin in years because Yay. the well because like the last couple of times we've gone have been in either late October or early November.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't mind it. I live for Nightmare. Like, I love Nightmare. Yeah.
1: Like, 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 Geekenders,
0: like Geekenders yes, did the Nightmare Musical. That's how we met, is yeah. I was
1: looking for a base for a Nightmare Before Christmas concert. Yes. Um, you were amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I always think it's better to go to Disneyland when it's a little cooler and it's not summer Oh, vacation. yeah, of course. But the original Haunted Mansion is so dear to me, and it sucks yeah. because when I want to go, it's not available to me.
0: Yeah, because um, it's in holiday.
1: It's in holiday, or if I go in the first week of January, which is my favorite time to go to Disneyland because there's no lines, because everyone's just gone back to school— they're um, refurbing it to move back to its original. Oh.
0: Boo. Yeah,
1: boo. But yeah, I think the original Haunted Mansion is super special. Oh, it's great. Well, yeah. The Pepper's ghost effect holds up very well. Like, yes. All the practical effects in it are just so, so beautiful. good. It's actually yeah. very funny. I don't. Um, so I am a very anxious person, mm. and um, my partner is lovely. You you know Jordan. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. And um, he has. I have never been a person who did a lot of recreational drugs. Not because I'm against them, but because I just didn't have pe- safe people around to experiment mm-hmm. with. Like I'll do like mushrooms once a month. Once <laughs> month when here, once here. Um, but he was like you should try um, cannabis and I was like yeah. okay so he's he's giving me gummies because I don't like smoking because I like singing mm-hmm. and um, I've never found it to be very effective so he gave me gummies and I was like I need to watch ride-throughs of Disneyland mm. rides well I'm high right now mm-hmm. and I'm for like four hours Jordan has never been to Disneyland he has no, no idea about Disney culture like his family's just not into it but he's super mm. obsessed with D&D yeah and uh, like obsessed In a nice way. Uh, (laughs) But um, he was watching these ride-throughs and he was just fascinated. He was also very high. Hmm. But he has remained fascinated because he's like, this is how richly I want to describe things in D&D. So he was watching it and learning so much because
0: Uh.
1: um, every detail is created. Yeah. In Pirates of the Caribbean especially. That's where he like took out his notebook and took notes that I think were largely unintelligible the next day. <laughs> but like um, from the time when you enter the actual pirate town when it's when it's all animatronics and it's uh, it was still the wench auction in the video we were nah. watching. But, <laughs> um, he was just like writing notes and, like so with giant eyes. Just so excited. And um, y- you know <sighs> Disney's so good at so many things. Not just creating environments like that. But I always say when people want to learn to be a good actor, watch a Pixar movie or a, a really... One of the big budget Disney animated features. Mm-hmm. Because every facial expression, every reaction, every moment is thought out in the yeah. same way. Want to be a good actor? Watch what an animator decides a person should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything Disney does. So detailed. Uh-huh. But again, that's why I like the sort of OG rides, not the projection rides.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. That... Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Because like, I'm even I'm even right now I'm just trying to think back at like some of the rides that I really enjoy, and a lot of them are not just like the original rides, but the ones that really stay really stay true to the practicality of everything like mm-hmm. even the storybook rides the yeah. storybook rides are like 30 seconds long they're yeah. super short yeah. you knock them out real quick but
1: they're lovely but they're
0: so fun peter
1: pan's flight is so magical you watch mm-hmm. a video of it it doesn't translate in the same way but when you're flying over london in that pirate ship it's yeah just like, oh my god and you're
0: just like and and you get like that forced perspective of yeah, everything. yeah,
1: yeah. and it's so lovely um, there's a
0: reason that ride that ride is a 40 minute wait yeah the entire day. Yeah.
1: And so it should like, be... Is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride still yes. there? Yeah. So that, that ride is the best dark ride in the hmm. world. Because if you've never been on it before, you don't know what happens at the end of no, the No. It takes such a dark it's turn. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Because it's hot, too. I'm going to spoil the ride. So you get hit by a train and you go to hell. That's yeah, the end of die. the ride. You <laughs> die. You die in the ride. You don't even go to heaven. You go to hell and there's devils. Yeah. And it's hot. And they make it hot in there. Yep. And it's... Re- ridiculous like you get back into california like outside and it feels cold mm-hmm. compared to where you just were it's just insane it's so good mr toad does not die in the wind in the willows <laughs> oh man
0: i haven't seen that movie in in age i haven't seen like the that like double feature uh, of a uh, sleepy hollow and wind in the willows mm-hmm.
1: i haven't seen that in ages I, I like sleepy the hollow longest a lot, time though
0: yeah. yeah yeah so in so what is then your favorite like area in the park mm-hmm.
1: then Ah, Toontown.
0: Toontown, really?
1: Roger Rabbit is my favorite movie of all time. Of all time, I love that
0: movie. Mm -hmm. I watched it for the first time, not for the first time. Sorry, Uh, I watched it again recently, like a few months ago, because it was just one of those things where it's like I haven't seen this movie in a while, and I remember really liking it. Mm -hmm. Why not? I'll give it. I'll watch it again, and I realized it's so good and it super holds up.
1: Yep. Well, like, cause I, everything's practical. Again, yeah. Like, every cell of animation is hand-drawn over animatronics holding up real objects. Like, you mm-hmm. don't even notice how immersive and crazy that movie is. Yeah. you really, really, like...
0: do you really think about it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When he's, like, interacting with Roger and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, when Roger... When he first sees Roger in his studio. Or yeah. in his studio, In his office. Mm-hmm. And, like, Roger's, like, coming up to him and, like, pulling his lapel. Yeah. You see things crazy. move. it's um,
1: crazy. There's a moment where Roger's gonna sit in Eddie Valiant's dead brother's chair Chair, yes and he grabs the chair and I think it cuts away but they think to have fingerprints in the dust on the chair when he removes his hand yeah is Amazing. It's fucking great.
0: It's so, so good. So it's like okay. Um, yeah. There's
1: this moment in Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which is in Toontown at the yes. end of it. It's the one ride. The one. <laughs> no, there's Gadgets Go Coaster and there's the Jolly Trolley.
0: Okay, sure, but well, what? first off, the jo- well, first off, the Jolly Trolley isn't running anymore.
1: I know, but it was so cute. <laughs> yes. It bounced.
0: It. Yes, but it also broke down a lot.
1: Yeah, because it bounced, Dan. <laughs> it bounced, break down. I'm sorry. And
0: admittedly, the Gadget Coaster is for like people who are like up to my knee. Yeah, but it's cute. Sure, it's cute. Yes. Okay, fine.
1: Water gets spit at you. Like, what more do you spit at <laughs> you? Um, I like Toontown because it's so immersive. You, like, I just go in and I walk around. And I like the stores there a lot. They're yeah. really cute. Um, it's great for pictures. But it's just, like, so neat to be there. Mm-hmm. You don't take a long time there. No. But I mean, I guess my second favorite would be Frontierland because I really love um, Wild West stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Americana a lot, which is weird because um, I'm Canadian. And then, so I guess Toontown, Frontierland, Adventureland are my top three. hmm. Toontown. What was I saying about Toontown? I don't know. It's great there.
0: Gadget, uh, you were talking about um,
1: Roger Rabbit. Roger
0: Rabbit's cartoon spin.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The end of Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is uh, an animatonic uh, Roger Rabbit helps you escape by putting a portable hole on yeah. the wall. Yeah.
0: Yeah. His arm like, extends. His arm extends.
1: Yeah. I have i've been on the ride and the first time i saw that on the ride it ruined my life like it blew my mind so hard and my mom too and um there was a long ride so we could wait so we couldn't go back on it and then it was broken down last time it was disneyland <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I've watched the YouTube video, and I got Jordan to watch it with me. very smart. And we watched the end over and over and over again. And we know, you know, how the extending arm works. Yeah. How the actual hole works, like the perspective of it mm-hmm. and everything. I cannot figure it out. And I've watched it over and over. Different videos, different angles. It's amazing. Imagineering is amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it blows my mind.
0: I thought my understanding of it, and it could be entirely wrong, Is that, is that it's, he, he's actually, is that the character or the animatronic is actually physically gripping something. Mm -hmm. And I think what he's gripping is it's almost, um, like the edge of, uh, a hoop. Yeah. And the hoop is, uh, and the hoop is encased in black fabric, Mm -hmm. but like. Dark, 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 yeah. black. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's and it's smart because that area has no illumination except for the black light. Except for the light that's shining on Roger. Yeah. But you're but when you go to that point, you're you you go down and you, it takes a turn, right? Yeah. And so there's a corner there, and so the light that's coming shining on Roger doesn't shine on, the doesn't shine on the exit. Yeah. And the only light that's a- after that is the light that's shining back so that area is effectively in pitch darkness yeah and so what i think is happening is the character has his hand like has the hand attached to like a hoop and then when it extends like it's a long
1: white pole yeah glove yeah
0: i think it's extending that velvet or fabric uh kind of hoop thing whatever it is Mm -hmm. and you're go you're effectively going through a tunnel
1: yeah for sure but there's this illusion and i don't know how they do this the illusion part, when you're coming up to it, you can see behind it. Not all the way, but like a, a little bit. Like a split
0: second, yeah. Yeah,
1: you can see it just a little bit. And on the video, I like confirmed you can see behind it a little bit. I don't know how they do that part. Like, oh, it's wild. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're not supposed to know. I, no, I understand yeah, that's that. the point. I'd have to go in there with a flashlight. Yeah, right. and
0: just be like, how does this work? How does yeah. this work?
1: Exactly. Let's... I watched it like eight times in a row the other night. And I was just like, well, and then I quit.
0: <laughs> I was like, well, Disney's doing a damn good job yeah. of whatever. Bang up it
1: job. Yep. It's really good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't really have, like, I mean, I really, I like Toontown because it's nice to visit. It's nice to go. It's and, like, cheerful. It's very cheerful. And it's nice just to be there and, like, see that part of the park. Because uh, it's very, very well made. It's mm-hmm. very well designed. Yeah. Um, uh, I really... I like Adventureland because Adventureland has a lot of my favorite rides. Like, as I mentioned, it has Indiana Jones. It has Jungle Pirates. Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Which, admittedly, as much as I love the Jungle Cruise, they really need to update. They
1: need to update real bad.
0: Yeah. It's still
1: like, lovely. Like, I love going on it because the skippers are so good. Yeah. But they need to but those But anima-
0: those animatronics are super dated. Yeah. I, I mean, lo- that's part
1: of the charm, I guess. But it would be cool to have some... Um, a little Navi may- River Adventure level.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little, maybe a little more of an updated elephant that comes out and squirts water at you. Yeah,
1: with like know. an articulated trunk. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I know what they're capable of now, and I I understand too. They're really holding onto the stuff that Walt Disney himself put in that park. Yeah. I get it.
0: Yeah. Um, but we're not saying remove the ride. No, bride. but
1: add some more.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like give it the update that it needs, because like. Yeah, because admittedly, some of those animatronics have been there since the 60s. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I And I mean, like, you know,
1: you don't need to update King Arthur's carousel ever. Ever. No, because
0: it's a carousel. Carousels are meant to be that. Yeah, exactly. And I
1: think that's, I forget what it's a replica of, but it's a replica of a specific carousel that Walt Disney saw somewhere.
0: I think it was, I, I think it was a replica of the carousel that he saw in Germany when he went to the amusement park that was there the one that really convinced him that amusement park sorry theme park uh (laughs) that really convinced him that theme parks could be nice because of course like the story goes is that like what made Walt really want to build disneyland was that he wanted to take he wanted to take his daughters to uh to an amusement park or to a theme park um but at the time especially in the states these kinds of parks were not very nice. They no. were they were They're dirty and dangerous. Dangerous. There was a lot of like questionable characters and so he yeah. wanted to ha- he was like there it must be a pos- it has to be done. It, it or it must be a possibility. And then he went to Germany and then he went to Europe. I think it was in Germany. And then he went to this big beautiful theme park mm-hmm. that was all beautiful and bright and shiny. He's like it can be done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And so he had that idea.
1: Yeah. Um like I, yeah, I think Disneyland is very successful in that, mm-hmm. like, overall. The only land I don't think is su- completely successful is Tomorrowland. I feel like they keep trying to fix it to make it good, and it never quite gets it.
0: Well, I think part of the reason is because I almost feel like they, they, they're sti- they stick too much to they almost take too much of the past. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. the cool th- the cool thing about Tomorrowland uh in its early years was that a lot of it was stuff that Walt had been like this is stuff that would be super cool. So like for example, yeah. so for example, the ride that you sat down and it showed you houses of the future. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that part like Yeah,
1: I remember uh, seeing the pictures of houses of the future and I wish they had more of that. I wish it was more of a like retro futurist um kind of Expo place, mm-hmm. like it was originally envisioned to be, but constantly updated. Yeah. Um. And I mean, like they had the people mover, which is gone now. Which yeah. is sad because everyone loves pe- the just the word people mover. <laughs> um. But Autopia yeah. was never that futury. No. It was fine. Like Autopia is fine. Um. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute. It's, but it's cute. Not, but yeah. Like tomorrowy. No. Um, they had the rocket rods. Uh, was that what it was called? The original. Um, the thing
0: that predated the Astro... The, uh, the
1: Yeah, the Astro Orbiter. It uh, it used to be red and white little rockets, but it was pretty basic. It was the same yeah. ride, but just more basic. Okay. Um, Yeah, they had a lot of stuff that was really cool for the time, but I feel like instead of making more things look like what would the future be like 100 years from 2019, they're going more like here's Buzz Lightyear...
0: Yeah. Oh, Buzz Lightyear. He's kind of future-y. Let's throw him in here. Yeah, oh, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Star Tours.
1: I mean, Star Tours is great, but I just I think that the land has not felt, lived up to its full potential.
0: No, and I agree. Yeah. That's yeah, admittedly that is probably my least favorite part of the parks. Yeah,
1: which is too bad. Yeah. And Space okay. Mountain's great.
0: Oh yeah, Space Mountain is really really fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I just keep going like wanting to go back to like Adventure and Frontierland. Yeah.
1: Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is yes. my damn 100% yes. I love that ride and it's not based on a specific Disney property and I think that's where Imagineering is going wrong with Disneyland is it's like it's got to be based on a movie it has to be based on a movie and yeah. there's you know Winnie the Pooh and everything and I'm like it's great but it's not it's like it's a little twee. Because you can experience these films at your home. like mm-hmm. we, And, you know, so you, you should experience Disney's films at Disneyland, but also things that you can't see at your house. Um, I think they're forgetting yeah. about that a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Because, like, the Matterhorn is another classic.
1: Yeah. And it's just a mountain with a Yeti on it. Yep. And I love it. I'm obsessed with the
0: Matterhorn. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. damn
1: bobsleds. So good. Oh, yeah. I have My favorite picture with my mom and me, I have it framed in my house, is she and I sitting in the Matterhorn bobsleds when I was like eight years old It's it fun so fun yeah it was great uh, the Matterhorn when I did go as a kid when it was the first week back in school in January we went on the Matterhorn seven times in a row no wait it was the best really? it was insane wow highly recommended
0: <laughs> it almost sounds like when no it almost sounds like uh when we did Guardian the Guardians ride
1: Ooh.
0: yeah because like the uh the in California Adventure they converted the the Twilight Tower of Terror
1: I know and I'm so sad because I never got to go on it I love the Twilight Zone
0: Yeah, well, it's still in, it's still in, uh, Hollywood, no, is it Hollywood Studios? MGM? It's, uh, yes, Mm -hmm. in Disney World. Yeah, yeah. So it's still the classic thing there.
1: But that's so far. I know. There's alligators. (laughs) I know.
0: Um, but admittedly, the Guardians ride, what they turned it into, is... Super fun. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because like the queue is really fun because you're basically like, you know, you know the premise of it. Yeah. That you're going through like the collector's. Yep, yep Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it's really cool because like not only does like is like the main queue cool because you very much feel like you're in like the collector's, uh I guess, Collection. home. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's got like a big screen that like has him like announcing the, the arrival of the Guardians. It flashes to them. They have, like, this fun interaction. They filmed the thing specifically for it. Cute. Which is really fun. But then you go, like, through the first set of elevators, and then there's another video message from the collector, basically saying, I'm giving you special access to my things, to ah. to see the Guardians that I have. And then, mm-hmm. like, there's an animatronic, excuse me, there's an animatronic rocket raccoon that you see. Like, you see his tail come up, and he's just like,
1: doo 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 doo
0: And then it, like he like bumps into something and then you see him kind of come up and he swings around and I'm very
1: excited for animatronic Rocket Raccoon. It's
0: very well done and he just like talks to people like in the like in the little room. He's just like this is what's going to happen. We're going to like we're going to I'm going to break my friends out and blah 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 and then you go through that through like uh, kind of like uh, I guess more the warehouse C area mm-hmm. and the fun part is is that in that spot they have like Old items from like old rides, from like old props That's and so stuff. That's
1: so cool. They have
0: the original Yeti <gasps> from the Matterhorn. I
1: love Easter eggs like that. Just
0: like just like there. You look mm-hmm. up and you go, like, Oh, because of course the one that they have now in the Matterhorn is much newer. It's a more yeah. updated version. But the old one, they kept it and they just stuck it in a corner like there. So if you're in the queue and you look up, he's standing right there. It's amazing. It's so cool. I love that. Yeah. And then the ride is super, it's and then the actual ride itself is very fun. You go up the and down. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then it's cool because it cycles through uh, I think like six or eight different songs mm-hmm. that are like uh, that are either from the movie, like, like part awesome of
1: awesome mix songs. Yeah,
0: uh, so like a, a few times we heard like. Uh, the Jackson 5, a couple mm-hmm. times we heard, like, some fun, like, classic rock songs, like, as we're doing, like, That's the cool. thing. So it's really, really fun. Yeah, I would
1: love to see it. I just, I particularly like spooky things. Mm-hmm. That's why the, I love the Haunted Mansion so yeah. much. So I'm sad to have missed Twilight Zone. But, like, I'll, I'll go. I'm going to go to California Adventure next year. Or die trying. It's I've really, yeah. it's
0: really worth it. Yeah, I mean, the Incredicoaster and the coasters there now. I want to see that.
1: Um, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's super fun. Oh, I'm
1: so yeah. jealous.
0: So then, what would you? So, moving from the parks now, <laughs> uh, what is your? I mean, it's very—it's a very hard question. But what would you say is your favorite Disney movie? Then,
1: well, I mean, Roger Rabbit is my favorite movie of all time, and it's technically a Touchstone film, which mm-hmm. is technically Disney, but also kind of not. So, like, yeah, I
0: mean, that there's 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 a gray area with that movie specifically. Yeah,
1: it's hard to say. I mean, I love Disney movies, and I have a lot of them like memorized. Um, you know, the little mermaid was the one I was super obsessed with as a kid. And then the Broadway musical and the film of beauty and the beast was, which mm-hmm. is what carried me through my teens and my early mid twenties. Um, and I still really love beauty and the beast. I'm just, I watch, I was so obsessed with it that I'm burnt out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like not that I don't like it, but I'm not watching it as much anymore. Um, gosh, you know, I, mm, Lilo and stitch, I guess.
0: That's a fun one.
1: Yeah, it's very meaningful, I think, and um, I find it just relatable. Like the the women are drawn like women, mm-hmm. which is like the only Disney movie ever where I I've seen that when they're not a villain. Because mm-hmm. um, Nani has very realistic proportions for an animated character, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the story is very sweet. And I think the story is very creative. Mm-hmm. And I love all the Hawaiian music in it. And that one is one I never get tired of. It just... The watercolor backgrounds... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's lovely. I also love The Emperor's New Groove. I love all those experimental movies that they did that weren't, like, huge, yeah, uh, high the, profile.
0: Yeah, the ones that the ones that are technically within the renaissance but aren't in the list of renaissance movies
1: atlantis treasure planet
0: yes god those those are so good they're
1: so good i would love for them to remake those but of course they're not going to no
0: but i i almost like i i watched atlantis recently like a this again a few weeks ago oh i watched it on the flight going to italy (laughs) in june perfect it was it was just there and i was like oh Let's watch it. I have, like, two hours left in this flight. This is, like, an hour, 15, hour and a half movie.
1: Exactly. Why not?
0: And it's so good. I think it, it
1: really holds up. It
0: really does. It's lovely.
1: And Michael J. Fox is perfect. Perfect human being. <laughs> like, just beyond reproach. <laughs> I'll watch him do anything. And I think yeah. there, there's a lot of really diverse characters in that. Not just there women, really is. But like, all of the characters are so different and so uniquely drawn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm super on board for that movie. But Treasure Planet also, I don't think, got a fair shake. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. And I love Martin Short. And I thought the little blobby guy, whose name I can't remember, like the, the stand-in for the parrot, yep. was fascinating. Morph. I lo- Morph! loved him. I thought it was super creative. And I loved I love movies that meld uh, CGI and uh, 2D animation mm-hmm. so interestingly.
0: And it did it so well. Yeah.
1: And it looks super cool. So yeah, yeah. I love all those weird, still part of Disney Renaissance, but a little overlooked movies. And I guess none of them are really musicals in the traditional way. No,
0: not in the traditional sense, because I know like
1: music. Yeah, like songs
0: atlantis no atlantis just has a really nice score yeah but like Um, you know
1: um lilo and stitch has music specifically for it and the elvis songs but it's not a musical yeah um same with uh uh, emperor's new groove they have Mm -hmm. songs specifically for it and they tom jones sings that song as Cusco's theme song guy but it's not a musical
0: no it's just like the one song that's Mm -hmm. in it because it's it's his theme song so it's it's like part of it yeah um
1: they're like plays with music, not musicals.
0: There is one. There, uh, the Goofy movie is. Oh
1: God, Goofy movie is its own magical thing. Yeah, and that uh, one,
0: that one, I would consider a musical. That's
1: definitely a musical. Yeah, not just the Powerline songs, but they sing the Road no. Trip song. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one's good. After oh, today, after is also today, a... have you ever seen the live action After Today that's on YouTube? Shot for shot remake. Oh my God! Yes, it's so good. It's
0: really well done. So
1: good. It's oh good! So oh my fun. God! If there was any way to make a Goofy movie a musical, like just oh, I would give them all my money it forever
0: it would be interesting
1: mm-hmm. i don't like, know how they do it but yeah. i love it it's so good Ugh, all the power line stuff is just it's it's good songs i mean that's the thing i mean the muppets are owned by disney now so i can mention the muppets um the songs in the original muppet movies the muppet movie the great muppet caper are amazing songs they're not just like oh these are throwaway songs the mm-hmm. same way that the little mermaid aladdin beauty of the beast they have amazing incredible songs but uh yeah i think that's really important
0: yeah because yeah. i think if i think you need to be sure that the songs that you write especially with something as high profile as like a disney movie yeah. you want to make sure that the songs that you're uh contributing to it not only impact the film but mm-hmm. also are things that like can really stand and can really you know, stick around because yeah. the last thing you want is for somebody to be like, "Oh, here's this movie," but we don't remember any of them.
1: Exactly, but like the the Powerline songs and Goofy movie are legitimately good. But on the mm-hmm. other hand, I've been trying to rediscover Don Bluth a little bit. Yeah, because I I grew up on Thumbelina. Thumbelina was my movie, mm-hmm. and um, my partner uh i've been calling him the fairy prince since we met because he looks like a fairy prince and he oh, yeah. prince cornelius um because he loves he's a stage combat guy he loves yeah. swords and stuff so that's like our little in joke so he bought me the dvd so cute Aww. so we watched it <laughs> oh oh <laughs> no um it is very bad it oh. is bad bad movie bad songs. The Let Me Be Your Wings is still my favorite, like, animated movie love song over any whole new world, whatever. Oh, yeah. Let, Let Me, Me Be, Be Your Wings. Wings is great. But Barry Manilow wrote all the songs in that movie. He did? <laughs> yeah. And um, the ones that aren't just sweeping love songs yeah. are not great.
0: Well, like, the, the quote unquote title track Thumbelina is Thumbelina
1: very, is is not very silly. not
0: great. It's silly. It's okay. And like, the one that Charo sings. Oh. <laughs> so
1: What even racist toad? What
0: even? What even?
1: I know this frog has boobs and it's. Charl. I can't.
0: I can't even. I don't know. But I also laugh at it because it's just too ridiculous. Oh yeah, to it's seriously. too ridiculous.
1: Like Jordan didn't really remember the movie at all, and yeah. he saw like the villain toad that's yeah. dressed as a clown. For reasons. following her. And he was just like, this, is, this, is this offensive? I don't like it. I'm <laughs> like, I think it is offensive. I, I don't know. Let's not show our child this movie. We'll just keep it private. Yeah. You know, it's, and I mean, the, it's also people, mm, people are always saying that Disney heroines are not empowered. And I don't agree with that. I, think I don't with, fully agree. Either. I think they are young. And I think that though a lot of them end up with princes, that's not their goal. Cinderella wanted to have a night off and go to a party.
0: Mm-hmm. She
1: was not expecting to meet the prince or marry the prince. She did not think about the prince. No. She thought it might be cool to meet the prince, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, but her ultimate goal wasn't to have a prince come no, super it was feet. To get she just wanted to
1: go to Out of her a abusive party. home and, like, go to a party. Yeah. Um, you know, Princess Jasmine didn't want to get married at all.
0: Yeah. Um, she just wanted... Freedom.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and it sucks because Beauty and the Beast. Belle is an awesome heroine, except that like what happens in that movie is, I guess, problematic. But it's also a fairy tale. Um, yeah, well, and-
0: like even I have, even I have like spe- like I have uh, not necessarily uh, what's what's the word? Um, res- I don't have reserves about that film, especially I don't I don't have a huge issue with the Beast and Belle's relationship, only because. After she leaves, she's fully intent on leaving. And the beast is like, okay. He's like, all right, bye. And even before that, even when she runs away, Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't really chase after her. Well, he does chase after her, but I don't think the intent is to bring her back.
1: No, I don't think so either. It's because right. oh, there's wolves.
0: Yeah, um, and then he like saves her, and then she comes. She comes back willingly.
1: Yeah, well, because right. she volunteered and she's like keeping her promise. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they necessarily should have ended up together. I think it. I think a really cool ending to that movie would have been friendship, love, saving him. Mm. Um, but like, I think some of the movie, the writing in that movie, as much as I love it, is not well thought out because no. people are always saying, oh, well, the prince was 11 because he was he was enchanted for 10 years and it was his 21st birthday. That it, I'm like, the writers didn't mean for him to be 11 when that no.
0: happened. No, and I think that's what the live-action version kind of fixed. Because if you notice, that in in the song um, uh, Be Our Guest, mm. in the original line, they say 10 years we've been rusting, yeah. needing so much more than dusting, but in the live-action version, Lumiere says for too long, we've been resting. Yeah, which and is so great. they kind of fixed that. They kind of fixed
1: that Except problem. Except then they created a new problem. Okay. So in mm-hmm. the Broadway production of Beauty and the Beast, they're trying to figure out how to do it because mm. the objects are so small. And um, what they did is they created this thing where they were human size, but they were gradually turning into the household objects. Mm-hmm. So, like, Babette, the feather duster, starts the show with hands, and by the end of the show, her hands are totally feathers, and she can't hold anything. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. Um, but the the problem, then, is it's like how are you responsible for what the beast has done or like for why are you cursed too? And they're like, well, we let him be. I'm like, you're no, you're, your servants. You're, it's not your fault. You were told to do a certain thing. It's his parents fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. But in the, uh, the new movie specifically, they, they show the characters dying. If the beast remains cursed Mm -hmm. which is a worse punishment than being a beast and also the stakes are way higher i think that was actually a mistake because then the beast letting Belle go is a selfish act which is oh i see which creates a conundrum
0: yeah because it's it's like him letting her go is him basically signing away everyone's life he's like he's like i care more about Bell than I do about
1: this whole castle full of people. Yeah.
0: But then at the same time he should
1: He should let her go. So it's again creating this problem with the writing. And I think honestly, I think Beauty and the Beast is a wonderful movie and you shouldn't think about it that much. But I mean that it doesn't make sense in that in that particular way. So I think it has
0: its holes. (laughs) Yeah. It has to
1: be taken in a very metaphorical sense. Yes. Which is too bad. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I I love it. I,
0: I really like I really like the remake.
1: I like it okay. I have some issues.
0: <laughs> oh, well, um, I just think that I like, part of me is I like what they did with Belle. Um, I liked some of it. I, yeah. like,
1: I didn't like some other stuff. Mm. Um, I thought in Belle in the opening number, Little Town, uh, she was very... Careless, and mm. I mean, I think it was supposed to be for effect, but she was messing up people's laundry and she was stepping on people's stuff, and she was being oh, kind of I a see. little jerk. So they were like, She's peculiar. I'm like, Yeah, she is. She's messing up your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I thought it was okay. I wish they'd cast someone else who was a better singer.
0: Yeah. She's very auto Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah,
1: well, they cast a relative unknown in Cinderella, and that went fine, and now she's famous. Okay. What was that? Uh, Lily, forget. Lily, 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 somebody. Lily, somebody. Okay. She's in everything. She was in the Mamma Mia sequel, and she's in Yesterday. And her name is Lily something. I'm looking it up right now.
0: Okay. Huh. Yeah.
1: But anyway, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
0: no, I don't. I get was, excited. What was I saying? I forget
1: now. <laughs> you were saying how you liked the um, remake of Beauty and the Beast, and you thought what they did with Belle. Was oh of yes, of... yes, yes.
0: Well, I think part of what I liked with it is that they kind of expanded. Um, just like her and they made her a little more they almost made her a little more individual
1: yeah I agree and
0: very separate to the rest of the town mm-hmm. like I still I still love that scene when she literally builds a, lo- a washing machine
1: yeah I thought that was super I thought cool
0: thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. and then she gets like chastised for it it's like why because she was smarter than you
1: witchcraft
0: Witchcraft. She...
1: <laughs> Lily James is the name of the actor. Lily James. She's super James. famous now. Beautiful okay. singer. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, it's it's not that I don't like Emma Watson's acting. It is purely... I would like to not hear a Broadway score song without tune.
0: And that's fair. And yeah. that's fair. And I think... Yeah, because I feel like with, with Broadway... Part of what comes through with Broadway is just the emotion of the singing and Mm -hmm. if you auto-tune something too much you lose that
1: yeah and i mean those songs are meant to be sung with a contemporary musical theater sound because ashman and Mencken were you know broadway composers yeah when they were scooped up by disney and um the other thing that disappointed me about that film is human again which was cut out of the original theatrical release of beauty and the beast was put back into the broadway show yeah and then they didn't film it for the (laughs) new movie and I was so sad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they had Human that Again was in song. there. I forget the name of it. It was like Days in the Sun or something. and I just I thought it was a much weaker song.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Human
1: Again is Human great. Again is great. It's so good. Yeah,
0: I have the the version I have uh, the Blu-ray version I have is the one that has they reinstated it. Yeah, I think it has both. I think it has the original theatrical mm-hmm. and it has the one with Human Again, mm-hmm. I think.
1: But I didn't love the animation of Human Again because I've seen it. And I was like, oh, well, I mm-hmm. see why you cut this. Because it's mm-hmm. a little, it's too cartoony. Because mm-hmm. most of Beauty and the Beast, while being a feature-length animated film, is not cartoony per se. Yeah. Um, but this was very much like you were going to drop a teapot six stories and bounce it up on a sheet. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very
1: silly. Yeah, So I So I was looking forward to seeing that interpretation. They added some weird stuff. Like, he had this magic book you could travel the book to that travels, place i'm like yeah. your life seems fine man
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got a well, magic think, book well i think part of his part of his struggle with that is that he can go to these places but he but he runs the risk of being seen
1: yeah for sure right
0: and being treated like a monster mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the apprehension oh, of yeah. why he wasn't go.
1: it was like oh yeah,
0: they they <laughs> definitely built it. i do love I do love the song that they intro- that they put in for him, though. Evermore? Evermore? Yeah. I really, really She's like running around
1: Evermore. in her yellow dress, and you can see her so long. Yeah. I'm like, girl, change your clothes <laughs> before you leave. What are you doing?
0: Listen, she has places to go.
1: I know, but she's going to get there faster if she takes the time to change her clothes first. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's she not in running a ball
0: in, gown. <laughs> yeah, she's not running in a full-on ball gown. Yeah. That's funny.
1: That's silly.
0: Yeah. But it was a
1: nice image. But yeah, won. I like it. I'd, the the thing that makes me a little sad is um, they've developed a new cruise ship show uh, of the oh. based, based on the new film.
0: Oh. And uh, they're
1: talking about developing a remake of the Broadway show based on the new film. But the problem with that for me is the cruise ship show, they used to use um, either full actors or like in costumes Mm -hmm. um, or they would use full fursuits for the really basic Disney park shows but for this one they're using puppets that are the size of candelabras and teapots and stuff. And I'm like, I don't... But that's,
0: that's going to be so hard to see visually.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how that would translate to Broadway. And I, I don't... I don't think that's going to translate well. I know. I haven't heard much about it in a while, so it might have been scrapped. Yeah. But it made me kind of sad. Because, like, oh, the original costume design for the Broadway production of Beauty and the Beast is insane. Yeah. Like, just, again, Babette the Duster is, like, my dream role. Like, I learned a French accent in theater school because I love her. And that... It was a wood-grained... Um, wood grain, skin tight, long sleeve dress with lots of like cleavage. Um, and then, it, like uh, uh, her top of her head had like a little hat with a big tassel on it, like a big loop for someone's wrist. Mm-hmm. And then it was a mermaid dress with just ostrich feathers on the bottom. and It was that sound, stunning. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah, and she had an apron, but it was looked. It was made to look like carved wood. Like the costumes wow. were incredible. Like Lumiere's hands were actually on fire. Cogsworth, you could open the glass window on the front, and he took his pendulum out and fought with it in the battle at the end. And it was just. It was so magical. I saw the Broadway production 12 times. Wow. I lived in New York for three years, so it was not, like, it was fine. Okay,
0: that makes sense. But, um,
1: (laughs) oh my god, it was just stunning. But it was the first thing Disney Theatricals had done. And, like, a lot of what Disney does on Broadway is a major flop. Yeah. Tarzan was nonsense.
0: I heard, yeah. we, We were listening to, like, uh... When Colin cleans his place, sometimes he'll just like throw on random stuff Mm -hmm. and he put on just a random like Broadway playlist on like, um, on Google music Mm -hmm. and, and one of the Tarzan songs from the Broadway production came on and we were listening to it, and we're like, I don't like this. No. And it was son of man. Which is such a great song in because that movie. those
1: songs should not be sung in a contemporary musical theater set. Because they're pop they songs. Lose, yeah, they lose their power. Yeah. Um, it just was destined to fail. The set was ugly. The costumes were ugly. There was a really cool bit, actually. Um, they did the opening of the film in montage in the Broadway show. Okay. And they had um, the ship crashed and then the parents were floating like suspended in harnesses but they looked like they were underwater like floating and then a little
0: mermaid
1: a little mermaid but way before a little mermaid yeah. and then um they were walking they there was a map that came down like a like a backdrop and they walked down it so you were looking at a bird's eye view of them walking down the beach
0: okay that's like, cool super
1: cool and then everything else was like oh yeah it was
0: like oh, oh. oh mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah Little Mermaid, like again, missed opportunity costume and set wise, but like Mm -hmm. some beautiful stuff came out of that.
0: I do really like I do like uh, the songs, like how they did the songs Mm -hmm. in that one. I agree, Uh, especially, especially um, uh, Sebastian's songs because I think I think those songs very while they're spectacular in the movie. Yeah. I do think they were very easily translated to Broadway because yes. you could... Well,
1: because again, Broadway composers. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, Ashton and Mencken right, yeah. wrote Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast. They wrote Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it's the explains most amazing a lot. musical ever. <laughs> that
0: explains a lot. Mm-hmm. I completely mm-hmm. forgot that.
1: Yeah, but yeah. the interpretation of Sebastian's songs in the Broadway show is insane. Because Titus Burgess, Titus Burgess, yes. is that his name? Yes. Insane. Insane person.
0: I know. I always think Titus and
1: dramadon now, but that's <laughs> not his real name. No that's
0: the that's the character name in Kimmy Kim Schmidt, Schmidt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um what what else was it well Lion King is a whole other thing oh yeah that's going
1: on forever um I have never actually seen the Lion King I have seen the circle of life enough times on television and <laughs> like I've seen because that's
0: like the only one that that's the only
1: the, they number come that out, they ever show yeah they come out swinging and I've seen um, different clips of the puppetry and puppetry really fascinates me but I don't love the score of the Lion King really mm. oh the, I mean the I Broadway it. one specifically. I like the film fine.
0: Yes, but, Ugh, I don't know I Elton it. John,
1: meh. <laughs> I also don't really care for the score of Aida. So, and that's another Disney theatrical. Uh, one, but, um, I think I'm just not an Elton John person.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe. I mean, I love it. I I love it because I've always loved like uh, uh, that African style yeah. music, and so like the the stuff like. Um, like, uh, One by One, I love... I love uh, The Lioness Hunt. It's beautiful. He lives in
1: you is lovely. Yeah. Um. I just... I would rather listen to that stuff at my own pace or on shuffle than sit through it for three hours. Which is... I, I know, again, a failing in me. Not,
0: yeah. You know, but, but I, I just I, yeah. never went
1: to see it because there were other shows I wanted to see, like Beauty and the Beast 12 times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, like, when, when they happen, like, in the actual production they feel so much better because Mm -hmm. like the lioness hunt what happens is like all like the all the the female dancers come out with like with the lioness heads and And like the the beautiful scarves and they're doing like this amazing dance number Mm -hmm. to that song Mm -hmm. and so i think the thing is like listening to them on their own while they are while are fine having the actual visual to go along with them i Mm -hmm. think elevates it to a certain
1: degree because um, um, like
0: the stampede, for example.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen the wildebeest stampede. Because like the is stampede
0: is very very similar. Like the Broadway stampede is very similar to the film stampede. You could listen to both, and it would sound very very similar. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is the visual. Yeah, because the like masks
1: and the the mask and the things. rolling and the yeah, rolling yeah,
0: yeah. wildebeest is like yeah. it's you're watching and you're like holy fuck. Hey, it's know, really, really good.
1: <laughs> Recently, there was a um, a power outage on Broadway in the theater district. Oh no! So, yeah, um, and for oh my god, dozens of shows got canceled. Like hardly any went on, and um, it made the New Amsterdam flood. Not the new Amsterdam. No, that's where Lion King used to be. The new theater Lion King is in flood. So the day after the power outage, a bunch of the characters had to go in in black on their in their headpieces and black unitars. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, because the costumes were damaged, but they fixed them by the next day. Like, cause they have a whole department, but like yeah. it was just horrible water damage it's very interesting i saw pictures of it i would have liked to have seen the show (laughs) the Uh, um, show must go on The show must go on well tickets like the the amount of revenue lost if you have to cancel a show oh yeah um but yeah i haven't seen aladdin um i've seen uh, clips i'm it's fine
0: yeah admittedly like i i tried listening to some of the songs like I, i tried listening to the cast album on its own yeah and It's okay. There's some that I... I, Yeah, and like others, I was like, okay, this one... Like, for example, Friend Like Me is one of my favorite songs in that entire movie. I love that song. But it's
1: not James Monroe Iglehart's fault. No, it's
0: just... I feel it's too long.
1: It's too long. I feel like that they... They 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 did too much. Yeah. It's too much, and it's also... It's a little uh, generic, I find, but Casey Nicola was the choreographer of that show, Mm. and I've seen a lot of his shows, and I always find them to be a little generic. Mm. Um, But the thing about Aladdin, and I mean... I love Aladdin. I can watch it all day long. A lot of the success of that movie is Robin Williams.
0: Oh, 100%. You
1: cannot replace him. It doesn't matter how good the actor is. I mean, Will Smith was a great choice for the remake just because he's so different.
0: Yeah, you know, like, and admittedly, like, and when he he went on like, in, and the clips that I've seen, because I haven't actually seen the live action. Version, I haven't
1: either. We just didn't get around to it. Yeah,
0: is that like the clips that I saw? I actually enjoy because part of it was like he's tapping into his old comedic roots. Yep,
1: and I like the soundtrack with him a lot. I like it fine. I don't love the new song because I, I find it to be incongruous with the rest of the score. Uh,
0: the, the the um. Pasek
1: and Paul song, the new Jasmine song. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of what Ashman and Mencken did was actually inspired by arabic music mm. um or that's what i have read because i don't i'm not um very musically educated uh in a mm. uh music theory way but um, the new song was just a very musical theater pop song because Pasek and paul are great but they do musical theater pop they did la la land they mm. did dear Evan Hansen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it just it didn't seem like it fit in very well to me that's
0: i can yeah that makes a lot of that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. thanks for listening to part one of my conversation with fairleth really appreciate her sitting down with me Keep an eye out for part two coming out next week. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at cast underscore Diz. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.